verse 21. Let's start with verse 17. You know what? Let's start with 14. And, and when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic, sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation. Does that sound like kind words? Let me ask you this. Does Jesus seem a little bothered by this? O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither. <laughs> wow. Whew. Bring him to me. He said, bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith of a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer Man, I just put a whole damper on this service. We was having a good time talking about Jesus, the center of it all. Now we're going to talk about fasting. So you can sit down. Um, raise your hand if you like to fast. Anybody? Raise your hand if you believe there's power in fasting. So is it safe to say that there are some things that are not comfortable, but they're necessary? Is it safe to say that in the Christian wall, sometimes you need to sacrifice? Try that again. Is it safe to say that sometimes in your Christian walk, you need to sacrifice? Do Christians cry? Do Christians weep? Is every day in a Christian walk, is it peaches and rainbows and all that? No, it's not. But there are some things that God has asked us to do. And he said this kind of power, he said it don't go out but by prayer and fasting. Seems to me that prayer and fasting are linked together. He didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. So if, Brandon, if, if I call you and I say, hey, when you come over, pick up this. Should I be expecting you? 
because I said when. Now, if I say, if you come over, bring this. I don't know if you're coming. He didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. And he asked us not to fast and pray like the Pharisees did. And the way they did it was before men. And how they would do it was they would announce that they were fasting. Modern day Pharisee would work like this. Hey, how are you? Not good, I'm fasting. What are you, what, what are you into? I'm going to pray. Thought I'd let you know. Jesus said when we pray, how are we supposed to pray? In secret. Because when he sees you in secret, what will he do? He'll reward you openly. Now, fasting is a little different animal, but there's power in fasting. Because I tell you this, you can probably get more people to join you in a prayer than you can a fast. It's amazing. We talk about fasting. This church knows about fasting. And uh, we talk about fasting. And it's amazing how when you decide to fast, I want you to raise your hand if this has ever happened. I'm going to fast today. And it's that day that they decide to stop by Tudors and buy everybody at work a biscuit. Would you raise your hand if that has ever happened to you? Or somebody comes by and says, let's do lunch. I'm buying. And it's usually when you set your face to fast. And you, <laughs> let me tell you what you do. You say, well, it's impolite for me not to go since they ask. And since I can't tell them, I'll, I'll, I'll just go with them and I'll start again tomorrow. Raise your hand if that has ever happened to you and you've ever done that and you are guilty and you need to repent. The problem is we think that in fasting that all we're doing is killing our flesh. And that's part of it. But what we got to understand is there's something that is released in fasting. Amen. Isaiah 58 and 5. Man, this is so powerful. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. A day for a man to afflict his soul. You choose to do this. Afflict his soul. It is to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Verse 6 says, is not this the fast that I have chosen? I want you to notice this. This process is a process that is chosen by God. God chose this way to get things done. What kind of things get done when you decide to do it God's way? I don't, God's ways are high above our ways. You know, Nikki Joe, I come to church and I stand in church and I think, like, they were singing and they said, I'm going to open up my hands wide and I'm going to praise him. So I just, normally I worship right here, but during that part of the song I went. I don't know what this does for God. Do you? Do you know why he wants you to hold your hands up? You say, well, it's surrender. It's giving it all. It's, it, all I know is that's what he likes. And if I'm going to worship him, I'm going to do what he likes. I, I don't have to know why he likes it. I just got to 
love him enough to give him what he asked for. Amen. I don't have to understand why he's asking me to. He's, he's, he, he gives us other ways. We can bow down. We can lay, just lay flat on the floor as an act of worship. You say, well, that's a little crazy. It's just the way God has designed and asked us to worship him. So if he asks you to lift up holy hands, and we lift up holy hands because that's what he, I don't have to know. All I got to know is this is an act of worship to God. And I do know this. Every dead church I've ever been in, they don't do this. I do know that. Every boring, crusty, dried up church service that I have ever been in, they don't do this. But I do know this. When people become obedient to what God asks, and when they just lift up their hands and they give God a hallelujah, I know the Bible says this, he inhabits the praises of Israel. So I know that he inhabits the praises of his people. So when we come together, and if we raise our hand, I don't need all of you to do it. He said, oh, if there's just two or three that are gathered together in my name, he said, I am in the midst of them. I'm right there in the midst of that. He's in the center of that. Amen. As she sang that song, I begin to think, you go to the crowd of his day, and you find a crowd, and you look around, and you get to the center of this huge crowd, and you know who would be in the center of it all? It would be him. When you look to the cross, you look at two thieves, one on it, right in the center of the thieves. You know who's in the center of it all? When you go into heaven and you look at the throne, and the Bible says out of the center of the throne, there was a lamb, Jesus, at the center of it all. But out of all the central places that Jesus has been and is now, there is one place that he wants to be center more than anywhere else. And that's the center of your life and your focus and your praise and your worship. He wants to be the center of who you are. He wants to be right in the center of it. He paid a great price for you. I learned this a long time ago. The purpose of redemption is ownership. And the purpose of ownership is service. So he owns you. Newsflash, you are not your own. You have been bought with a price. So now we ought to glorify God in our body. Oh, let me say that again. You're not your own. So when you come into the house of God and the presence of God begins to move, you're not your own. He bought you. And because he bought you, he owns you. Oh, preach. He, he, and because he owns you, you know what he needs and he deserves? He deserves worship and praise. He deserves you just giving him what he wants to be given. And that's fun and you're clapping for me now. But he chose for us to fast. Listen, you are going to be responsible for hearing this sermon. So if you need to leave, I'm going to give you a chance. Jason, hold Eddie down. He said, is, not, is this not the fast that I have chosen? This is God saying this. I chose this. 
I'm the one that chose this way. Now I want you to watch these words. I chose this way to do what? To loose the bands of wickedness. Woo. Let me tell you this. There are some things that prayer can't get done. There are some doors that prayer can't open. Now you look at me crazy, but he said there are some things. He said this kind of power only goes by prayer and fasting. So there must be something to go along with. He says, it's not this the fast I've chosen. He said to loose the band of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, and let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. Do we understand the power of doing what God has asked us to do? Do we understand that we have people around us that are oppressed, they are bound, they are broken? But if we get in the right place with God, we become the conduit that God can flow through to break every yoke, to destroy every bondage, to set the captive free. Oh, I got to keep going. Watch this. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? And thou wilt bring the poor that are cast out of thy house. When thou seest the naked, thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. And thine health shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be... Do we understand the power of this? We see this in the life of Moses. Forty days he was on the mountain with God. Forty days supernaturally sustained by God for 40 days. And when he came down off the mountain, he put a veil on his face because the glory of God was so bright. I'll tell you this, you don't have to tell this world when you've been with Jesus. No, they'll figure it out. There'll be something else about you. They'll, 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 you'll get their attention. They may, even, they may even draw back a little. It may be a little bright for them. But you know what I'm, I'm, I'm tired of? Worrying about offending people in darkness and trying to hold the light back because those people in darkness need to see somebody that's connected to the throne of God that has put away some things in their life so that they can get connected. Dr. Miles Monroe uses a very, very good illustration. As Christians, we are conduits. I brought a pipe. You say that's a straw. Well, straw is a baby pipe. To some of you tough guys, it's called a sissy stick when people drink through this pipe. It's a conduit. Sounds like I'm Jamaican saying, you can't do it. <laughs> conduit. You can't do it. It's a conduit. Let me show you something cool about a conduit. Can you see through that? 
you can see through it. You can get light through that. It's amazing how much better you look. But, it, but what happens is he taught it like this. He said sometimes our flow gets stopped up. It gets plugged with something. It gets plugged up. And when it gets plugged up, let's be honest, we know when the spirit ain't flowing in our life right. We know when God's not using us like we ought to be used. We know when that it's not there. We know because we felt that flow before. The spirit is like a flow. And like a flow, it's like water. And Jesus said, out of your shall flow rivers of living water. And, and he... he wasn't talking about your stomach. He was talking, he used your belly because it's the center. He said, out of the center part of you, he said, there's going to be a flow. It's going to bring living water. And man, I'm telling you, when you're in your right place with God and God is just flowing through you, Brother Eddie, tell me, have you ever been preaching and you were just in the flow of the Spirit? It wasn't about the notes. It wasn't about the sermon. It wasn't about your thought. But right in the middle of it, God Almighty started pushing His Spirit right through you. And you you heard it for the first time too because God was beginning to flow through you. There's a difference. Because the anointing can do more in a matter of minutes than you can do In a lifetime. So the problem is, we get plugged up. Oh, I'm so glad there's so many young people back there. Good to see y'all. So I'm going to preach right at you. Never mind, this is for the old folk too. Can you see anything through there now? No light. Because it's plugged up. No, it's literally plugged up. What's got me plugged up? Oh, preach at him, preacher. Look at them beautiful young kids back there. Hey, Doug, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been at your house and everything's kind of calm and all of a sudden your wonderful daughter comes running through the house like something horrible has happened? And you're like, what, 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 what is it? What is it? My phone's on one percent. <laughs> Any of you parents ever been there? You're like, whoa, whoa, what, what is it? What is it? My phone's on one percent. I got to get plugged up. And you know what the problem is? We're plugging up to a lot of stuff. And the problem is the stuff we're plugging up to is plugging us up. Oh, man. Oh, get ready. Because you know what you need to do? You need to get unplugged. You need to get unplugged from some of this stuff we're plugging up to. Because when we plug up to it, it plugs us up. I don't care what it is. 
I don't care what it is. And I don't care how holy you think you are. There's some things you need to unplug from. But preacher, it's my favorite show. Is it getting you closer to God? Probably not. But preacher, you don't understand how much I just love LMN. And I love those stories. Is it getting you closer to God? Then unplug from it. Because there are, oh, there's some people. There are some people that are bound, and that's never going to set them free. And, oh, Brother Eddie, we're wondering, how do I get help from them? I'm going to tell you how. You get unplugged, and when you get unplugged, the water can start flowing again through you. And when the water starts flowing, lives are changed. Oh, what's your plug? What is it that's got you? Well, preacher, I just, I just won't be happy. I just want to be so happy. Newsflash. God never said you'd be happy. He said you'd have joy. There's a difference. Because happiness is conditional. Oh, I heard a saying a long time ago when I was a kid. My brother said, I'm mad. And my mom said, well, you can get happy in the same pants you got mad in. So you can just turn that around, boy. We all want to be happy. Let me tell you something about happiness. Happiness is conditional. Joy is unconditional. So how are you going to get joy? I'm going to tell you how you're going to get joy. You're going to get plugged into him. When you get plugged into him, there's going to be a flow. And when the flow starts flowing through you, I'm telling you, you ain't never going to experience so much joy. He said, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Shed abroad means overflowing. Shed abroad. It's overflowing. He anoints my head with oil. To you, Hicks, Earl, my cup runneth over. Be careful who you set beside in church. I'm going to tell you right now, the best place to sit is the front row. And people dodge it. I'm going to tell you why it's the best place. Because if you're having a good service or not, I have no idea. I don't even care. <laughs> Jesus at the center of it all. Well, I don't know if you're enjoying it or not. Watch what happens when you sit in the back. You sit back here, you start looking around. Let's be honest. I believe she know when got her hair did. Lord have mercy, I think she wore that last Wednesday. They're up there singing about Jesus. You're up there scoping out hairdos. Well, look who's here. Hadn't been here in a month of Sundays, but they decided to come. Jesus at the center of it. Oh. Man, you get beside somebody that ain't into worship. You ever sit beside somebody that didn't like preaching? They get all up on my nerves. I mean, you're into it. You're zoned in. You're holding on to every word. Man, you're like, ah. Oh. And they're like, hey, 
Where you want to go eat at? <clears throat> you can't do that because it's church. But man, you got to be careful. Because, man, you're overflowing, and the person beside you is sucking you dry. But, man, if I get beside you, and you get beside me, and we're both overflowing, man, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a flow to this thing. If you don't think the Spirit has a flow to it, then you don't read your Bible, because he likens it to water over and over and over and over again. And this I know about water. If you get to a well that's dry, it takes a while to fill it up. But, man, if we come into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, there's something going to take place in here Oh, hurry up. Get back to fasting. They're getting too happy. He teaches that fasting is a way to unplug your conduit. And if you think about it, he's exactly right. People's like, well, can I fast from my phone? Is it messing you up? Is it slowing you down? Is it getting in your way? Is it affecting your walk with God? Then you better fast from it. If my people call by my name will. What? What? Humble who? Oh. Guess what? This is on you. It's on you. Do you want to afflict yourself? Do you want to afflict yourself? Are you willing to do the way God asks us to do it? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not done. Let's keep going. Verse 9. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say. Y'all see that? Shane, what happened, man? We went to small print, brother. That's one way to get our older folks up front. Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of the, the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speak in vanity, man, how powerful is this? And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shalt thy light Rise in what? And thy darkness be as the. He's saying, if you afflict yourself to help them that are hungry, if you become hungry, if you if you get unplugged so that somebody else can be touched. Do you realize what's going to happen to you? Your darkness is going to be like noonday. When everybody else is wondering, what am I going to do? And they can't see it. You can see it because you've been connected with God. Oh, man, this is good. This is so good. Who knew all this? Preacher, I can't fast. I get hungry. I get a headache. Can I have coffee? Because i got to have my coffee. I mean, if I don't have it, I'm ill. People, that's called addiction. <laughs> we look over at the addicted and say, man, they need deliverance. 
Got to have it. Got to have it. Can't make it without it. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm preaching on you. We're addicted to so many chemicals. I don't know exactly what carbs are, but they're delicious. We're addicted to so much stuff. The problem is, God's saying, man, unplug. He said, your health will return speedily. Do, do, Do you want, do you want what I got? Then push some stuff down. You push some stuff down, and I'm telling you, it's going to be better for you. When I look ahead and I see what's on the way, the suffering that we have here doesn't even come close to the glory that we are going to experience. You can say amen and clap to that one because it's coming. What verse am I on? Next verse. And the Lord shall guide thee when? How long? At what time? And satisfy thy soul in what? And make what? Listen, that's a good scripture for you people that say you're big bone. That right there, the Lord did it to me. Lord, I started fasting and he made my bones fat, brother. I'm not overweight. I'm in touch with Jesus. (laughs) And that shall be like what? A what? A watered garden? And like a... Oh, get ready. Get ready. I might shout right here. Whose waters fail not? All of this, all of this can happen for you because you... Put some things down and let God start flowing in your life. All of this can go on in your life. You can walk around like a watered garden. Your waters fell not. All of this can happen because you're connected to a flow. Because you decided to afflict your soul and let the devil and this world know what I'm plugged up to ain't working anymore. I found out about something greater. Uh, do I got more of those? Verse 12. Yeah, I got more. This it gets better and better. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. They that shall be of thee. What does that mean? It means you're going to start reproducing and those those that be of thee those that come out of you those those that you touch those that the spirit flows through you and breaks their yoke and delivers their bondage those they're going to build up oh watch what they're going they're going to build the old waste places thou shalt Raise up the foundation of what? 
many generations. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If I want to be called anything in this life, it's the repairer of the breach because there's a gap between God and man and I want to be the connection. But Sister Mona, I got to unplug. Back to my young people. Young people are different these days. Man, they're probably the most brilliant generation has ever walked the earth. But they're the most distracted generation. Amen. They're smart. It's crazy. You bring a kid. I was at Brother Chris's office one day, and he was trying to pull up some stuff on the computer for me. It was hard for me to watch you over fumbling around. Click, 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 click. Hold on, click, 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 click. I was like, man, we need somebody younger than you in that scene. And they'd be like, hey, there you go, boy. Did you hire a younger guy? Good move. Good move. They're brilliant. Man, they can figure out stuff real quick. Real quick. They say things. I hear things. And maybe it's not as much now. Yeah, actually, it wasn't that long ago. I heard somebody make this statement. If he treats me like a queen, I'll treat him like a king. Y'all still say that kind of stuff? I want to be your queen. No, is that old school? Is it too old? I don't think so. I heard it recently. Maybe they were just, it wasn't long ago. How old were they? They weren't that old. Well, let's face it. Let me go back to my old people. (laughs) Do you want your wife to treat you like a king? How about you, Josh? You're scared. Never mind. This boy's scared to death. I don't know, Natalie. Do I? I'm going to still roll with this thought, even though it's outdated. Or maybe y'all are outdated. I read about a queen in the Bible. And I read about a king in the Bible. And there was a queen. Her name was Esther. And Esther was in a bad spot. Esther was queen. She was treated like one. She had it all. And let me tell you something about royalty. They got good food. I can't help but believe that Prince Harry and him eat better than me. Do y'all believe that? I've seen their plates. You know, little fancy things, there's not much on them. I mean, that's good stuff right there. Cows that have never seen an antibiotic. 
cows that are just grass-fed and blessed and blessed. I just can't help but think that's how they eat. How y'all think that queen lived so long? I'm going to tell you how. She wasn't eating McDonald's. You know Burger King came out with a hamburger that's not meat? Did y'all see that? What's it called? Impossible Burger. McDonald's has been doing that for years. I don't know why. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I don't know why everybody's so excited about it. Watch this. Esther 4 and 15. Then Esther bade them return. Mordecai, this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan. Man, that is a cool town. And fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go to the king which is not according to the law, and if I perish, I perish. She's getting ready to face death, y'all. She don't know if she's going to live or die, but she knows that her people are in trouble. She says, y'all fast, we're going to fast too. Because let me tell you what happens. When you fast, when you pray, And when you fast, you are getting rid of the things that are blocking the flow of God. And she's to the point, Brother Eddie, she's so confident. She said, if I perish, I perish. Let me tell you what happens to you. When you get in connection with God, the devil can't threaten you with death. And when he can't threaten you with death, I got this saying from Brother Eddie years ago. Don't threaten me with heaven. What's he going to threaten you with? Oh, you keep it up and I'll kill you and you'll go to heaven and have a great time. I mean, how's that going to threaten you when you're connected? Watch this, though. When you're not connected, you fear it. When you're not connected, you fear everything. When you're not connected, somebody can call you and say, there ain't much up there at Walmart on them shelves. I don't know what's going on. You're in your car, gone. You're scared to death of everything. Every windstorm that blows up outside, you're waiting for Dorothy to come by. (laughs) You're scared to death of everything because you're not connected. But perfect love cast out, perfect love cast out. All fear. Let me tell you what happens when you get connected and the flow starts flowing. Oh, there was a queen. She fasted. Watch this. You, don't even, you probably don't even know this in the Bible. Psalms 109, 21. But do thou for me, O God. This is King David talking. The Lord for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. For I am poor and needy. Wait a minute. He was a king. He was a king. But he said, I'm poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. Verse 24. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth of fatness. Let me tell you young people something real quick. 
If you're going to be something in the kingdom of God, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're going to have to grow up fast. Because we live in a generation that the Bible says if we can't keep up with the footmen, what are we going to do when the horsemen get here? And we sit and we complain about what's going on in our public school system. We got, we got royalty in the public school systems. We got kings and queens in the public school system. And if we can get those kings and queens to realize who they are, because evidently if he's made us kings and priests for you ladies, that means you must be queens. And if we are kings and priests, that must mean that if we've got that connection, that when we walk into these places, they don't have to remain the way they are because we got to flow. Hey, Haley. Hey, Emily. Man, it is really, like, it's weird. Through this little thing, I can see farther off. I can see people better when they're far away. But man, when it gets close, like I can see Angie's whole face. Johnny, all I can see is your left eye lens. Why? Why? Because here's what happens when our flow is small. We're always looking way off. And we say things like this, man, God's about to do something. It's coming. It's coming. God's about to do something. Uh, I might as well finish this. Y'all got a minute? Everybody okay? Y'all bored yet? I'll be right back. Oh, glory. They done got it for me. You know what I want some of y'all to do? Trade this in for this. I want you to put this down in your Coke and drink it. I want you to try to use this as your sissy stick. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to start coughing some stuff up. But you know what's awesome about this? I can see your whole face. Because here's what happens. When the flow gets bigger, the dream comes closer. I hope you're listening. I said, when the flow gets bigger, the dream gets closer. Then we're not saying, oh, I see it in the sweet by and by. No, you walk in and say, I brought it with me, and something's getting ready to happen because I've got some things out of my life, and i got God Almighty living in me, and I'm telling you, this place is about to get wrecked. Fasting don't change God. Let me say it again. Fasting doesn't change God. Where's my little straw? Here, you hold this one. Come on. Come on, boy. I want you to, y'all got imagination, right? Everybody good at imagining? Imagine that this back wall is a huge tank that goes all the way to Old Beckley Hospital. If you don't know where that is, Celia and Grogan. If you don't know where it is, over there across the hill. And imagine that it's full, that it's full of what God wants to give you 
Here's what's happening. We're plugging up with this. Here's what's really scary. If we plug up with this and it's plugged up and we got things in the way of the flow, what's going to happen? We're going to get a drip. And let me tell you what happens when we get a drip. When you're dry, a drip means a lot. Don't come to church for a while. Get out of the flow of God and watch what happens. You come back, the least little thing, you're like, ooh, that's a good service. Because you haven't felt God in so long. How'd you say it, Brother Eddie, years ago? We've been cold for so long, when we get warm, we think we're hot. But what happens when we trade this and we say, God, expand my borders. I'm going to be who you called me to be. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. I'm going to clear it out. And then we start, listen, the, the, the source doesn't change. God is getting ready to pour something out. I would hate to think that as much preaching as we've heard that revival would happen in other countries and in other states and we don't experience the flow. I'm going to tell you how to get it. we got to get some stuff out of our life. Open up. He said open your mouth wide and I'll feel it. we got to get hooked up to the flow and let God begin to move like he wants to move. So I said all that to say this. We are fasting from now till Sunday. You are scared to death right now. All days, all of them, really? You just forgot everything I preached. <laughs> can I like, like, can I like skip breakfast and then you do lunch and dinner? You know what we used to do? We used to do a month of fasting. And what we would do is we'd get you to volunteer a day. And miraculously, you would forget. And there was somebody that would run the schedule. And that, I never could get the same person to recommit the next year. How many times do you do it, Taylor? Two. Taylor, Taylor's like Navy SEAL. She did two in a row. Did you complain? <laughs> Let me tell you why she complained. Because she would text you. And you would act like you didn't see it. <laughs> and then you would text back, oh, I forgot. It was my great, 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 great grandma's birthday that we celebrate. And I don't even know her. But anyway, we're having cake. There were so many excuses that came back. You know why? Because we didn't understand the privilege that we were partaking in. All we seen it as, man, I'm going to beat up my flesh. And what God seen it was, open up the flow, open up the flow, open up the flow, open up the flow. We seen it as, oh, it's so hard. And he seen it as, if you do it, your health will get better. It'll spring forth. I'm going to make you a repair of the breach. This is the way I chose to do it. You know why? Because I want to see how serious you are. Are you serious or are you not? Do you want to see him delivered? Do you just talk about it? Are you going to put some wheels on your prayer? Are you going to sacrifice and let God move through you? Or just talk about it? It's up to you. It's up to you. But between now 
and Sunday, it's fasting time. You know why? Because somebody's going to walk in here Sunday, and I don't want them to walk out the same way they walked in. So go ahead, go ahead. Look, look inward right now, right now, right now. Pick, pick it, pick it. What are you going to do? Make, make a commitment. Don't wait till you leave. Because when you leave, you won't do it. Right now, you're in the moment. I got your attention. You're into this. I can tell. Nobody went to sleep. Nobody dozed off tonight. People smiled when they were supposed to. This was a good night. But when you walk out those doors and you say, that was great, Damon. Or you shake my hand and you say, good sermon, brother. Good sermon. And I don't care if you liked it or not. Fast. Why? We need the flow. Man, I just feel like I got a bazooka. I mean, man, what if we walk in and say, you know what, devil? I came packing. We talk about taking on hell with a squirt gun. I put my squirt guns up, baby. I want a super soaker. Man, I want hoses everywhere. And I want people beside me with, this, with flow. With the, Oh, God, let the spirit flow. God, when people walk in here, let me be ready. Don't let, oh, man, don't let a stupid movie get in the way of the flow of God and touching people's lives. God, don't let gossip get in the way. Oh, God, remove it. Take it out of my life. Well, I love TV. Don't watch it. I love gossip. Stop it. contagious people start running people that's why you gotta be careful who you set beside has this ever happened to you I want you to be completely honest with me hey did you hear never mind oh no oh no you can't do me like that you should have never said it no, I'm, I'm really not going to say, oh, yes, you are. Oh, who is it? What was it? Tell me. No, seriously. No, seriously. I, I shouldn't even start it. No, you're right. You shouldn't have. You're not leaving here until you tell me. You know what's happening when we do that? Just tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. That's right. Tell me more. Huh? Oh, God, I would love to hear from you. That's right. Man, you got your ears stopped up with too much other stuff. That's right. Come on, musicians, hurry, because I can't stop. Did y'all know they closed down a skating rink? Did y'all know they tore that place down? You know what I believe? I believe that helped some Christians in their temptation. Because, you know, they... 
They used to teach that that place was a sin. And I believe that there were some people just loved to do it. But they wouldn't because they were taught they shouldn't go. And every time they drove by there, they looked at I'd love, love, love. Just go over and get some wheels on my feet and show that stuff. Listen to me, young people. I want to challenge you. Don't go there. Wherever there is, don't go there. Not this weekend. Get together and pray. Get together and set a fast and say, man, I'm fasting with you on Friday, and you better not let me down. Start challenging each other to be kings. Start challenging each other to be that royal priesthood and remove those things that are stopping the flow of God because this is what I know. When I read the Bible, I see where most moves that God did, he did through young people. Now, us old people, we're going to go along for the ride. And we'll be there to help you out. But, man, start challenging each other. What do you want to do Friday night? How about we go down to the church? Let's just have a worship service, just us. Man, let's get a hold of God. Because, man, I got friends that need deliverance. Am I telling you that grabbing a basketball and shooting hoops with your buddy is a sin? I'm not telling you that at all. But I'm telling you this. There's some things that will open up the flow. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want you to do. If this message has spoke to you and you're ready to do this and you're ready to make a change and you're saying, man, I'm in, I'm in. It's only a few days. I'm going to see what God does in these few days. I'm going to consecrate myself to him. I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him how serious I am about my relationship with him. I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to walk up front and I want you to be numbered with me. If that's you, if that's you, if that's you. That's me. God spoke to me tonight, and I'm making a change. Oh, thank God. God's Word. God's Word is so powerful. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. me. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping up. God, get rid of it, Lord. Get rid of it. Whatever it is, it's blocking the flow, Lord take it right now because I'm focused on you Lord I want to be the repair I want to be the repair of the breach that's me that's me that's me